Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Hello and welcome to Not-So-Fantasy Football on News Radio, here we have Yanis and... Um, I think all the consonants were there, but yeah, Rob. Um, <laughs> some of them might not have been, I'm not quite sure. Uh, how you doing, man? Hi, I'm fine. I was just checking out my team. It's It's hilarious. <laughs> It has been <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> a goal, an assist, and minus points as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel you there. You got minus points. Who gave you minus points? Dunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Because he got a, he got a yellow card as well. So, not only he conceded five, but he also got a yellow card. It's It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is uh, not the first upset Brighton have had in that sort of style. They're sort of either scoring, you know, for fun. Yeah. Which is, tends to be how they normally are, or they're not, you know, or, or they're having a, a dramatically unusual score. Um, for example, the loss to Forest. Uh, 3-1 um, just looking back you know it's just a bit weird you know, they can beat Chelsea they can beat um, well yeah they lost to Spurs but that was more refereeing than anything else um, yeah they can beat almost any team by the looks of it however also dramatically lose to teams that they really should be beating um, so yeah maybe their, their system works better against um, bigger teams, but then also you know Wolves were down there. Wolves were, um, you know, they're not exactly top of the table, um, and they yeah. beat them six 0 So yeah, it's a it's a bit of an unusual one. Um, credit where credit's due. Sean Dyke has clearly done a good job and got his tactics right on the nose there to to get such a big win against such a good team. And Dwight McNeil with twenty one points, <laughs> corker, absolute corker. Yeah, it, I've I've read this a hundred times that it's a it's a good week to have a bad game week. But I mean, I was looking at the average points, and uh, I don't know if it will change massively with what we're now. Let's let's just time stamp that it's uh, um, we're at the second half of the last game of the game week. Not Nottingham Forest Southampton. Yeah, uh, which is a three one so far. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that we have massive ownership here anyway. No. Uh, therefore, the, the game week average, which is around 30-something, less than 35, I, would, I, I don't know how fast the app is updating. It's My 32. Is 32 me, but I think stands, it should be. Yeah, yes, surprised. but I would assume it's a bit, a bit higher. And it's definitely the lowest we've had from the yeah. beginning of the season. There was a 39 as well, game week 11, and uh, there was a 28. There was a, oh, there was a 33, actually. That's lower in 28. Wasn't yeah. that the, the... That was the blank, blank game, game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's not entirely... It's not the same. True. But for, for me, it's by far the worst game week I've, I've ever had. Yeah, and I assume it's probably the worst game week rank I've ever had. 
Oh yeah. Uh, Nine point six million. Ooh, that's specifically uh, worrying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. It's pretty terrible. The funny thing is that I mean I can't seem to have to update my score. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's a thirteen percent drop, which is not the worst. Oh, three two, perfect. Yeah, okay, there goes one more point. In. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, maybe it's I was hoping for two points from Navas, but it's actually I didn't I didn't even get that one point so far, so it's fine. No, but uh, yeah, it's not the worst percentage drop that I had, but it's. Yeah, it's by far the worst game week rank. I had one 8.2 million, 8.5 million mm-hmm. halfway through the season mm-hmm. in uh, game week 14. And now this is 9.6. I mean, my my team, my, my ghost team that I have forgotten completely has 48 points mm-hmm. because I had forgotten the captaincy on Gundogan. <laughs> and he's got 26 points amazing uh, but yeah anyway it's it's a terrible week possibly with less is that the word right word the repercussions than I was um, afraid yeah. of yeah it hasn't hasn't destroyed completely the season because from 380k I'm now on 430 so it's it's a relatively small red arrow for how terrible this is. Yeah. Therefore, I'll just smile and, yeah, just there's nothing else to do about it. It's and I've got those... two transfers. Exactly. It's one of those where the gamblers really, if you gambled away from Haaland, oh, sorry, the captaincy, which um, generally hasn't been, that's how great this game week is. I'm just dead already. Um yeah, if you gambled away from Haaland for the captaincy and went somewhere like Salah or Kane, um, you would have won. But I think with the rate that Haaland's been scoring and the way in which the, the games have all happened, very few people would have done that unless they were expecting Haaland to get benched. And yeah, yeah I think uh, in all honesty, some people might have done that, expecting Haaland to get benched, but actually... Um, he didn't get benched. He played the full 90 from what I can remember. And um, he did. He did. Didn't get any points. So uh, he had a hat full of chances. Absolutely like nonstop, chance after chance. Every two minutes he was getting a chance, it looked like. Um, it's lead. How can you not have chances? Completely right. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, Southampton getting very close to their third. Um, it's a combative game, let's say. Um, but yeah, interesting game we got in all. Three or four 1-0 victories. Wolves, Spurs, West Ham. Um, and then the, the massive scores today. And then today is just full of massive scores. Completely. Five, five from Fulham to Leicester. Leicester's been destroyed. Eight in that. Yeah, all in all eight in that game. And they missed a penalty. Yeah. So true. yeah. Um and then six Again. in the other game. Yeah, exactly. So six in the Brighton uh Everton and then five in this one. So it's been an absolutely 
chocolate girls day which is a bit ridiculous um because most of us don't know the the only team that was heavily owned of today's teams the one hammered they got <laughs> smashed <laughs> so, yeah yeah but and now the question remains what do we do next because now i mean if you look at the app which has mm-hmm. the last the the next three game weeks this is so nice now it's the last three game weeks there's nothing more to show so nice and easy to see we're so close to the end for some reason i'm i'm actually looking forward to it to the end it's yeah. it's strange maybe obviously because i'm not doing that well and i'm not really really chasing any mini league I'm done or anything. anything i'm i'm quite low I've, i'm going down on our middle league i'm now i think 11 or 12 yeah so it's it, there's nothing to fight for so in a way that has affected the whole feeling we still have two big game weeks with the doubles um 36 with the newcastle and brighton yeah and then 37 with city uh chelsea man united and uh the other one uh the chelsea man united city and is it Uh, no it's not west ham oh yeah brighton again yeah obviously yeah yeah so yeah obviously there is more room for games but yeah i think that there are small games that you can have now yeah i think we'll still have a good game week 36 and 37 and then 38 is always a bit more wild the results do tend to get more and more confusing as you get closer to the end of the season um less consistency and that sort of thing um but yeah i think Banking on the double game weeks, for me, Brighton in 36, it's Arsenal and Newcastle, which are two very good teams. Of the four games that Brighton have in the next two game weeks, only one of them is one that you'd consider worthy of, you know, in Southampton. The rest is Newcastle, Arsenal and Man City, which is, I think, first, second and third in the table (laughs) as it stands. So, um, just... Yeah, it's not a big dive in if you don't have that many Brighton, specifically with how they performed and actually how well we know them to perform when they perform in back-to-back games under this Deserby system. So Yeah, the the only thing I would say, I mean, I'm I have one of their defenders, which I wouldn't suggest getting. Mm-hmm. Uh but attacking assets are not bad, even mm-hmm. in those games, because you said it at the beginning, when they're playing against strong teams, they're much better. Yeah, true. And they can do a lot of harm. Your Mitomas, your McAllisters, your uh, March, probably not, because I think he's he's uh, injured quite bad, badly. Yeah, like uh, hamstring, but, was it? Yeah, I think so. So, if someone wants to go for a Brighton asset, I would definitely not go for a defensive but I wouldn't say completely not go for for an attacking because as we've seen with Kane this season, while Tottenham has been terrible, if you score, you, you can score like like the, the Newcastle game on a 6-1 defeat, but you still get eight points. Yeah. So 
yeah, Mitoma can he can lose both games against Arsenal and Newcastle, but he can have an assist and a goal Completely. and end up in the double game week with 10, 12 points. Completely. So the attacking players that we know and we know Brighton are good up yeah. front. So the the fact that this happened today does not change doesn't change that. No. So I wouldn't discourage people. I mean, I'm I'm thinking of myself because I've got Andreas who's out for the season. Mm-hmm. Um and I have the two transfers. I can what I can do easily is downgrade me, then me, who I, I'm not gonna use yeah. for the rest of the season to to a three point eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Tenganga, for instance, who I know I won't be needing any Spurs players, uh, and uh, upgrade address to McAllister. I, mm-hmm. I can do that, even with a raise, with a price yeah. raise. I, I'm fine with that. So that could be my move. Uh, the only thing that keeps me from doing it is that I will have to bench one of the strikers. Mm-hmm. Which does not make sense because it's Tony at home to West Ham, mm-hmm. and he's been blanking for a while. So you know my theory. He blanked in the last uh, one, so he's going to score in this one, yeah. Exactly, uh, and then uh, Isak, who has a double, so definitely, yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's one of the most wanted this week, and Holland. So definitely, I have to play with three up front. Yeah, definitely. Um. And then my midfield, it's Fernandez, Rashford, Salah, and Mitoma. So, do, do you bench any of the United assets at home to Wolves or or Salah against the worst possible defense at the moment? Could be Fernandez. So, that's a you know like that's yeah. a push. You know, I'm not saying it, would, it should be, but like, so you would bench Fernandez at home to Wolves instead, and and bring. And bring McAllister and make a double transfer to bring McAllister. I, I don't know. And hope for what? For a penalty or because he scored, you know, two goals recently. Yeah. The one has been a penalty that he Did you see the goal today? Right. I didn't know. No. <laughs> you should watch I it. Had dad's anyone, duties. Anyone who hasn't seen it should really watch it. It's really funny. Um basically, like there's a bit of there's a good run into the area. I think it's Matoma. And he manages to get right to the byline and like hooks. I, like it's a calamitous goal. I think um, McAllister passes to Matoma and then sort of falls over in front of the goal. And Matoma just sort of like pelts the ball back across the box and it just hits McAllister's fallen head. <laughs> And it just goes in the back of the net. It's like it's really not a classy Brighton goal that you expect yeah. from this team. Um, so, yeah, very, uh, very funny to watch. And the other thought I've had, which is a bit of a bold one, but at, at the stage I'm and at the point I am, I don't really give a damn, is to actually roll one of the two transfers mm-hmm. and and even the second one, the, the one that I'll make, downgrade a defender, for instance, massively. Yeah. Like I said, either Ben Mee or maybe Mings. Yeah. Um, so I have more money for 37 to upgrade Andreas, even, you know, to a city midfielder. Yeah. For that double game week. So 
not really invest in 36 because I have I have a perfectly viable team at the moment with Trippier, Stones and Dunk and even Ben Me as a first sub against West Ham at home, which is not bad. Yeah, definitely. And then I have four really good midfielders and three strikers. So I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But it would be better, I think, to invest and kind of go because 37, Tony's Tottenham away, which is not that bad. But yeah. I could I could bench him on that game and, and start with the five midfielders mm-hmm. that three of them double and I can have four of them double. So I think that I'm probably leaning towards that. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? I think it's interesting. So, um, yeah, I've got March and he's injured. So that's an interesting one. I also have Ferguson, who's just come back from his injury, but I'm not entirely sure he's, you know, um, completely there and ready to go and and back to full fitness. But it does look like he's back playing. So that's a a good one. Um, So he's just going to be staying, I think. Watkins to Isaac was my planned transfer and then rolling another one is my other transfer, which I can still do and having two for 37. Yeah. But the more players I have, the better. Do you know, like the more doublers I have, the better it is for me. So um, my advised things is to definitely get uh, another Newcastle asset in. But which is the sort of key thing? Do you, do you go with a defender? If you've got two defenders, do you go with a third? If you've got um, no attacker, do you, do you know? Do you go with Isak or do you go with Wilson? Um, and also, United have got a pretty tasty double in thirty-seven. Got two United yeah. assets, and I think I'm going to want a third. Do I? move Salah down to get that third or to like to Fernandez or do I Dalot something like that so these are the options I've got like slapping around the face as it stands um I think I'm almost certain to do um Watkins out to um because you know he's definitely going to score against Spurs, so I'm going to do Watkins out <laughs> so that he does score against Spurs, and then I'm going to do. Um, I think it's going to be Callum Wilson in, um, but I'm not 100 percent sure. And then wait and see about March to McAllister, or one of those sort of sideways moves that just make sure I've got three playing Brighton assets. Yeah, could also be no, I can't. I was going to say Trent Estepinian or something like that, but I can't because I've got three Brighton players already. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it does, does, make, does make sense. Uh, I mean, it's it's now our interest is focused on, I mean, let's look at the league and then go for the FPL. It's yeah. obviously the run... Arsenal now chasing City, mm-hmm. which they very successfully did for one mm-hmm. week or this week, but really pressure by winning comfortably mm-hmm. in terms of the results at Newcastle, where everyone kind of well. thought that 
it would be the end of of the league of of, of it if if they lost. Yeah, we were all thinking that that's it's done. So they're kind of pushing still, which is great for them, and uh, they've got good fixtures at the end. So mm-hmm. it is pressure on City because you know one tie and suddenly it's ah we're we're back in business. Yeah, it, they're still ahead, but you know it's it will it will make it a bit more like last last season with exactly. the, the Villa the Villa game that for for fifty minutes we were just thinking oh but they lost it. Uh, plus, you don't know how this is gonna, how the Champions League is gonna affect things. Completely. No. This Everton game for me being so important for them because it's an it's essentially the easiest fixture they've got left. But Sean Dyche is not someone who um, lets you have an easy fixture. Do you know, like he, yeah. it's yeah. gonna be difficult for them to win. They're gonna be set up very defensively well. Um, the only thing that's sort of in their favour is that they had this big win this week, which means they're, you know, by the laws of Yanis, they're going to have a uh, not as good, you know, it might have a little bit of lapse of concentration next week and get battered. But um, this team, Everton, needs to pick up points and they're going to be trying to pick up points from any team that they play. So City are going to be where they hope to, but Wolves and Bournemouth are going to be where they're, they're putting most of their eggs. But actually... If they yeah. can get a point at City, they'll, they'll love it. And that will really help Arsenal. And what we've seen is we've not seen Arsenal buckle. We've seen Arsenal continue the fight. So um, good for them, really. Um, and yeah, it's taking it down to an interesting title race, down to the, the last um, you know, final wire. They played Brentford last, interestingly. It's Brentford and Wolves. But Arsenal play Wolves at home and City are away at Brentford. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's not an easy one. For not City an as easy. well. Not particularly easy. The only thing that's easy about it is that Brentford haven't got anything to play for anymore. So, yes. But as we've seen from Fulham, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. No, exactly. Footballers still play for something. And, uh, I mean, are we the, the second part of the the table that we were worried and we were kind of watching closely was the relegation battle mm-hmm. which I mean leads I don't know if it, we only get chances because of staying up because of other teams being so much worse uh, because I, I can't even see how and when we can get any points it's, it's West Ham and Everton that have Done a big, you know, had some big pushes this week um, in game week 34 to 35, sorry, to, to move in a good direction. They're not safe, but they've made a move in the right direction. Whereas. Um, but as I said now, I can't see Leicester and Leeds getting out of it. I mean, you never know. There's still three games left. If but... Forest, Forest have still got another uh, 20 minutes of this game. And yeah, if they if they don't manage to win, it's playing. Yeah, then it's a intense game. game as it stands. It's not it's not easy. It's there's a lot of fighting going on. There's a, a lot on the line, and they're they're playing. Both teams are playing all out. And the the only team with uh, worst goal difference 
so in in case of a mm. you know um, what's it called a tie yeah or yeah then then they go down uh, because Leeds is terrible is minus twenty five mm-hmm. Everton is minus twenty one after those five goals I mean yeah. they managed even that. Uh, and then lesser lesser is much better especially like scoring those three kind of secured yeah the fact that they don't go down on goal difference yeah but it's it's very tight for for those teams and uh, I'm trying to see to check again that the um, I don't even have any players of those teams right so I can't even see the pictures good uh, but yeah, I can see that's them. a good idea. Because uh, I mean, Leeds, Leeds... Got Newcastle, West Ham, Spurs, Leicester on Liverpool, Newcastle, West Ham, and Everton. What's, what's worse, City, Wolves, Bournemouth. I mean, theoretically, Everton can can play Bournemouth last game week without nothing to play, and kind of one win could yeah. make the difference. The because Newcastle fixtures. In the Leeds, they're both at home for Leeds, and it's a completely different psyche now with Big Sam involved. So, Newcastle and Spurs are potentially interesting fixtures for them. Leicester with Liverpool, Newcastle, and the same West Ham fixture, which Leeds have. Um, so, but as you I'd can say, see, Leicester are worse. if Everton wins one of them. The other two need to win twice mm-hmm. because because Everton will go to thirty five. Yeah, with uh, I mean, not against Leicester with a better goal difference. Yeah, so they need they need two wins. Yeah. to go to thirty six points. So it's it's first win they're on thirty three points, right? There are thirty three. Yes, at the moment so... by winning. And then so the difficult thing for us is they've got they Chelsea have, yeah. and Arsenal and Palace. So I mean Palace by the you know Hodgson's last game again. So they might be a little <laughs> bit easier to play. Arsenal are gonna be giving them a tough game. Chelsea may or may not give them a tough game, who knows? But you know, Chelsea have found their ability to score again, so that's always worrying because Forrest are very good at conceding goals. And they're also away from home for two of those three games. So, Forest are the ones that look more in danger. As I say that, you get the curse of the commentator and they've just scored another goal. Um, <laughs> they look more in danger. They really do need this win and they need at least at least one more and a draw, I'd say. I think the one more win is fine. I can't see Leeds and Leicester uh, getting more than five pounds yeah i mean it, it will it will seem quite a shock yeah what, what do we i mean yeah leeds could win spurs but do they win newcastle do they do they win against west ham even yeah, if they draw why the spurs two, the easiest ones there why did you go because it, yeah no, because it probably is there's no i mean do you need an answer to that <laughs> <laughs> there's no i, like that. I can't see I can't see Spurs fighting for anything on the last game week. Ryan Mason. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, you're right. But do Leicester, do Leicester beat Liverpool and Newcastle? No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Leicester don't beat Liverpool. 
you know, all things being considered, I can't see that happening, can you? So it's nuts. I think that Forest could be, if not for the goal difference, I mean, the, the two draws would be fine for Forest. 35 is more than enough, I think. I don't know. I don't know. It's terrible. Terrible. Did they indeed score a fourth? Uh, they have oh, scored yeah, the fourth. It's, um, Danilo again. Brennan Johnson passes it across the goal. Uh, Danilo. Morden gives White, White gets a touch and Danilo yeah. scores and does pistols. And obviously no shots on target. Yeah, two only. So no safe points for Navas <laughs> so far. Yeah. So the most interesting part has become now the fourth spot. And not the most interesting part is the title race. Spot. Come on. Let's face it. No, no, no. As a new thing now, because Man United is kind of bringing Liverpool into the game. Yeah. And uh, it's going to become quite interesting because (laughs) they've got good fixtures, both of them. Yeah. And they're very close. Very close. I mean, United needs to, to not win. Yeah. But it's not unlike that they don't win at Bournemouth, for instance. They've also got the fixture, both United and Newcastle have got a fixture over Liverpool. Yeah. So that is a, another notch, you know, for Liverpool to get over. But Liverpool's three moving fixtures are quite winnable, Leicester, Villa and Southampton. So um, if they continue their run at the end of the season, that they, the momentum that they've built... Um, United have got to win all their games to to hold on to that spot by the looks of it. And Newcastle too, in fairness. Yeah. I think that the Liverpool, the the game at Leicester is probably the most important game for Leicester. Mm-hmm. Because it's clearly if they don't win it, they're down. Not necessarily, but... Like... Do, do, do they win in Newcastle? I think that you know at the at their ground against Liverpool is is one chance of of getting closer. Yeah, because they can they can be then like five points away. Yeah, and needing two wins of the last two game weeks, which is it's you know discouraging. And so for Liverpool, I think that's the toughest uh-huh. of the three because they've got someone who's really fighting back. Therefore, I, after game week 36, I think everything is going to be much more clear, both relegation and uh, fourth fourth place. Yeah, I think we've got to be Not almost the at the point where um, teams are confirmed relegated soon, aren't we? Southampton are... Southampton should be, yeah. With the nine points left available. And the next is... Uh, 30 points, isn't it? Okay, so in the next uh, game, yeah. if Southampton don't win the next game, they are um, they're officially down. Yeah. Because then there's less points than they've got. Okay. I mean, who knows? Brighton could win at the Emirates next week and kind of end the title race as well. True. It's not, it's not out of, you know, the realms of... Reality. So, yeah, I think next week is probably the most important in terms of of what will, how the the table is going to end up. Yeah. Are we interested in the sixth spot as well? I don't know if it's no. it. 
fifth, sixth, maybe? No, I don't know. No, yeah. Are you interested at all? <laughs> Not at all. I mean, um, it's it's obviously fifth. Fifth is out of reach. Maybe maybe Brighton mm-hmm. can, but still, it's it's pretty pretty tough mm-hmm. because of the three fixtures that we said. Uh, so, in a way, one would assume that Brighton having the two games in hand probably gets to that sixth spot, and Spurs maybe play that seventh against Villa at the at Villa Park. Yeah, something like that. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more. We we are waiting for the final results in Forests. Pretty game. sure of that. Like it, it's been done without any dramatic finale, which Southampton really need. We'll cut. We'll finish the podcast and then they'll score two goals when we, as a guarantee. Yeah. But still, it's a two-goal lead, and they can't even find the target. They've got seven shots off target. I'm waiting yeah. for another save. Yeah, it's very. There's difficult. nothing. There's nothing. Navas almost saved the second goal, but he just put it into his own net instead. But anyway, not as bad as the De Gea save, but still. Um, quite close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So about for me, here, he's he's my my plan, but I'll we'll we'll elaborate after game thirty six. I feel I can understand that, but um, I'm not going to make any moves like that for my team. That's something I I'm looking at, but it's not the top of my list for me. I think Isak or Wilson are going to be my priorities in this game week. Um, out. Is yeah, uh, definitely going to be Watkins, and I, th- I think it could be Trent or Salah that go out on my team in the next um, game week or two, if I want to make that sort of a move. Um, so yeah, I think Lindelof is looking like he could come in for me instead of someone like De Gea because he's a big points, um, <laughs> yeah, a cheap player. And he is playing at the minute. So that's as I stand. But yeah, I think other than that, guys, yeah, time to say stay safe. And stay tuned. See you next time, guys. Ciao. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you very much. Also Radio.